What's I'm up? Not. Wait a minute. You're not ready. Am I ready? Yeah, you're ready. Should I be ready? Let's do it. When do Guys, I open the... Not yet. You can do it now if you want. Open it. It's, well, maybe you should introduce. Okay, yeah. I'll let you do Hi, guys. My name is Timmin. This is the Timmin Podcast Network. Here with a special podcast. We're not sure we're going to call it yet. Um, but you'll know what it's called because it'll be the title of this podcast. But The, t- uh, the Timmin and Dad Show? Yeah. Dad Thoughts? That's Dad the one thoughts. thing I was thinking. Dad Cast, maybe? Dad Cast. That's always a good one, too. Or yeah. Jay's uh, Prophet Jay. What's it like something like really um, Prophet Jay, the evangelistic minister, um, spiritual warfare, and um, also, you know what I'm talking about? That's a lot to live up to. Yeah, okay. We'll just call it Jay. Sad dad thoughts. Sad dad thoughts. You're not sad, though. It's so my dad, Jay. I call him dad. Oh, is that the camera? That's okay. the camera. You can All call right. him whatever you like. Yeah. Yeah. All right, um, cool. Yeah, I thought it would be kind of cool to do a little podcast with you. Maybe once a month, maybe twice a month. Okay. Kind of semi-regularly. Cool. Um, get your thoughts on some things. Do a podcast where I don't have to do all the talking, I know. Uh, Lincoln never talks on our other podcasts, so it's, I do a lot. My shoulders are heavy, you know, and so I kind of wanted to switch it up and have you talk a little bit. Oh, no. Oh, my goodness. No, that's a joke. Lincoln and I do a good job talking together, so. Yeah. I you, don't know if I can banter like you guys. It's okay. I don't, I, the... You guys, come we don't have stuff to argue. Pretty quick, we I, don't have to argue. Yeah, but I don't. I don't think that quickly. I right. Don't, I don't know how you do it. Right. How you guys do it. So. You can open that now. Open this now. Yeah. Okay. Yep. So we thought a couple different things. And we've been brewing beer today, so yeah. I may speak a little slowly because we are brewing beer. Because we ran out of bottles and we had to drink a bunch to fill them up with our blueberry. It's called just in time inventory. Yeah. Yeah, just in time inventory. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so. Um, Anyways, what I've been thinking about this for a little while. I wanted to kind of do a podcast with you. Um, just get your ideas on some stuff. I think we do a, a men's group uh, some twice to once a month as well, and so that's been really good. And so I thought maybe we could take some of the stuff from the men's group. Um, and then just you have a lot of ideas anyways that I thought would be good. You have cool. a unique view on things. Uh, what was really interesting is our That's buddy... That's nice that you say unique, because some people would say uh, outcast or... Outlier. You're, you're ticking me off. Outlier. No, I think... No, but go ahead. It, Colin said this really well, our friend Colin. And he said, there are a lot of boomers out there. Would you consider yourself a boomer? You're like I'm, right there. I'm labeled as a boomer, but I, I really feel like a Gen X, because I've read the definitions of Gen X, you know... Uh, yeah. Anyways, we don't. Have to you're go into real. That, clo- you're close. Yeah. You're on the line. I'm on the line. Could be a boomer. Could yeah. not be. Yep. I think boomers have been coddled and have had a lot handed to them, and that has definitely not happened to me. So. Right. That's anyways. true. Yeah. Although all boomers are not bad people. So, anyways, there there's a lot of your generation that Colin does not like because he feels like they're trapped in a cycle of thinking. And one of the things he said is, "Your dad, you." Um, is one of those people in that generation who think outside the box. And he really respects you because you don't pull into the narrative of the mainstream and just are locked in a way of thinking. The way you think is very abstract, outcast. Um, So I thought it would be good to get you on the podcast. And and I think... um, Paying off Colin really worked then. (laughs) Thanks, Colin. Shout out to Colin. Shout out to Colin. So... um, Anyways, I just thought it would be good. We, we talked about a couple different things, and I'm here to just kind of push back on some stuff or maybe 
also have a conversation. Uh, that's what I've enjoyed about uh, the podcast that you've done with Lincoln and also with other people that, um, because I, I, I um, over time I do get in a rut in an echo chamber and, uh, and then I hear some fresh thinking from you guys. And because I have a relationship with you guys, I'm like, Oh, that's okay. I need to think I need to, okay, that's all right. I don't have to react as an old man, like, Oh, stupid kids, blah, blah, blah. Which is a lot. It happened to me when I was younger, the older generation were just like, all you kids are a waste of time. And I've heard that cycle over and over. And I'm like, well, I don't want to be that. But sometimes that's, it's been refreshing to hear podcasts. You're the one who got me. I didn't even know what a podcast was until you started telling me, Dad, listen to this. And, and so then to listen to people outside of my echo chamber right. has been very good. We need to hear, even if you don't agree with somebody, you need to respect and listen to them and go, okay, well, where are they coming from? And, and why do they think that way? And why do they think that way? And what I thought was just something to, somebody else told me, and I didn't think through that. Hmm. So yeah, I'm, did I cut you nope, off? Nope, nope, you crushed it. Yeah, so. it's interesting. Even when you were in these echo chambers, you still were pulling opposing views. Okay. Well, we got a good intro, though. We could, yeah, we could we redo the whole thing. Intro. That's okay. Now we're good. That's weird. I don't know why it, the video was getting weird on me. Maybe this is just going to be a podcast, no video. We'll see. For some reason, when I when we whenever I do the video, just to back, to backtrack, I ha, I have the thought still. I'll come back to that thought. But whenever I do a podcast and I do it with the video, and it's not Lincoln, it's not the Friday episode, the video never works. Are you no serious? matter what I do, yeah, I've tried is it, three is times. Is it on right now? It is now, but it is now. It got weird right there. So you'll have to, so when you put this up, you'll have to let people know it just. Yeah, I don't know. I'll, I'll edit it. I'll, it'll make it. I'll make it all work. Or maybe I'll just. Maybe it'll just be a audio only. Who knows? Yeah. But um, yeah. So uh, anyways, um, what I was gonna say is, even when you were in those echo chambers prior to podcasts, you still were someone who was listening to both echo chambers, the NPR and Fox News. Glenn Beck, you were listening to both. I remember riding the car listening to both. Hmm. You know, and so. I think you do a good job of trying to figure out where people think and why they think the different things. I appreciate that. So, thank you. Thank yeah. you, Tim. Yeah, you're welcome. So, you got yeah. stuff to say, huh? You got stuff you want to talk about. I told you to kind of come come prepared. Maybe. <laughs> it's so hard. Um, what are you learning right now? Maybe that's what. Yeah. I kind of want to know what you're learning right now. Why Why you think it's important to talk, to think about those things, maybe? Yeah, and I'll, I'll go back to what I was saying when we were upstairs brewing. Uh, there are... I'll tell you the four major. There are four major things that God downloaded to me. I'm I'm gonna say like four years ago in a dream, that I need to study for the rest of my life. Um, and that is uh, Baal worship, how it's influenced our culture. And we won't go into the yeah, we won't go into details. But Baal worship is still going on, even though it's a different name today. It's an ancient. A root of it's iniquity. A yeah, it's 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 in every culture. So Baal worship, um, the influence on uh, America, whether they're believers or not. Um, denominational drift. So denominations are a lot of times a reaction to some abuse that's going on, and then a new denomination props up, and then it becomes abusive. And 
And so denominations, a lot of them have a good beginning, and then they become basically apostate, it feels like, you know, studying church history. So Baal worship, denominational drift, um, generational blessings, replacing generational curses with generational blessings has been something I've looked into. And the fourth thing is uh, what are ancient paths, paths that are principles behind People get stuck in laws and, uh, well, traditions, and this is what we do. Well, why? Well, if there's an ancient principle that God operates off of that's deeper than, it's deeper than the Mosaic law. The Mosaic law is good. I know as Christians, we're like, oh, the laws, you know, passed. No, there's, there's stuff in the Mosaic law that shows you the nature of God, but there's a principle behind it that's deeper than the law itself. And so those are the four things that I've been toying with for four or five years now, and I've, and I've only scratched the surface. And then I keep coming to subjects that relate to those four things. And so then recently in our boys and beer, we call them boys and beer meetings, just so that we uh, offend religious people. Um, yep. That's right. <laughs> um, women. Joking. We love women. No, it's the beer part that offends religious people. Yeah. That's what we're joking. That's what I'm joking about. Um, yeah, and... Actually, our group is not anti-women, but it is for boys. and Well, men, actually, men. Yeah. We just call it boys and beer. starts with a B. Yep. Uh, but anyways, and that... You do men and mead. Men and mead. That, oh, yeah. I never thought of that. Men and that Moscow, is, Moscow mules. That? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that would be good. That's what you're drinking uh, right now, Moscow mule. Yeah, and a couple of these, and I wouldn't know what I was saying after <laughs> a while. Uh, in our boys and beer meeting lately, we talked about church history, and I... You know, um, well, Bible history and church history. They're, they're, the the Bible history. I I, I melted that down and from creation to all the way to the church, and I melted that melted it down into about two three pages, and uh, that was easier for me than church history because church history. Uh, you've heard this from me before. It makes me angry because of the denominational. Um, vomiting BS, that yeah. they do on each other. Yeah. And so church history is tougher to delve into. I usually have to walk away from it after a while because I'm so sick of what happens in church history. But um, um, I did that in about six pages. And, that, and it's hard to get church history down, 2,000 years of church history down into six pages because you're skipping over 2, a lot of 2,000 years? What about... Yeah. What do you the Reformation was in 1500. No, 1500. Yeah, yeah fifteen seventeen. You mean 500 years of church history, right? <laughs> no, no, I'm talking about, I'm okay. talking about the Catholic Church and the Eastern Orthodox Church. And yeah, so I, I melted that down to about 60 years. Yeah, I was messing with you. And uh, I'm glad you picked it up. We went, over, we went over that at the boys' meeting, and I could tell it was, it was tough to get through because. It, even 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 though it's only six pages long, it's like grueling. But I've even melted that down into a three-minute segment. Like I can tell you in about three minutes from creation to today what's been going on. So I I, I melt it down into small themes, large you know more large themes that have small detail. And I'm trying. Uh, I'm trying to memorize that. So if I'm talking to somebody, I can say, "Give me three minutes, and I'll tell you where we started and where we're at." 
you know, without, there's not a lot of religious terms in it either. So that's just real broad. So are, the whole yeah. history of the church. Hmm. A oh, lot of people the don't The Bible even, and the church. Yeah. The Bible and the church. Most people don't think about that. Right. It's, it's been, yeah. Hmm. I almost have it memorized. I, I, I go to sleep thinking about it, like see how far I can get without, you know, cause you're laying down and I, I go, okay, uh, God created the world and this and this and this and this and this. And usually I fall off somewhere around... The uh, first pope? The 500 B.C. Oh, <laughs> wow. usually where I fall. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't even get to church history usually. Um, so that that's one thing I've been thinking about a lot. And then Timon asked me to uh, teach on the seven feasts of the Lord in they're covered in the Old Testament. And so I've been thinking about that a lot. The Jewish people practice these feasts. And right. if you... Were to ever go on to the calendar and look, they will say, "Oh, here's Yom Kippur," and there's and so they're they're actually in our calendar, and, and you know I I've seen them on my calendar, yeah. in my work calendar, you know, and, and just my everyday. So mm-hmm. it's still part of our culture, though we may not celebrate them. They're still we're being reminded of them, kind of in yeah. a way. It's really interesting. So yeah. I thought it'd be interesting, and we're right now in the fall festivals. We have just passed. The fall festivals. All the fall festivals. Yep. yep. And so, so, so we're back into the waiting for the spring festivals to occur again. Yep. yep. And it's broken down, isn't it? Spring and fall. Is there one in between? Is yep, it three, there's a summer. One? Yep. Well, it's different people. Here, I'll get my little page out. I'm not going to teach the whole thing, but uh, yeah, there's basically some people lump the first four into one section and then last three. But I really think it's the spring festivals, which are... There are three of them that happen at one time. Hmm. So it's three festivals that are one event. And then there's one event in the summer. And then there's three events in the fall that also happen at one time. It's perfect number seven. Yep. Interesting. So, Can I ask you before we get into everything, can you tell me about the dream you had the, that those four things that you feel like you have to study, those four things were given to you? Do you remember that dream? Yeah. Um, well, I won't pull it out because I don't want to get into details of it. But, but you have the dream written down. I do. Yeah. Shout out to anyone listening. Um, if you remember your dream in the morning, write it down. Uh, I think that's a really significant thing. Have you written a lot of your dreams down, or or how do you go about that? I know I just asked you multiple questions. I, um, I I took a dreams course where we studied dream interpretation for three days. And then I started having, I started having three to four dreams a night. And before that, I couldn't remember maybe every two years, I would remember a little bit of a dream. And then I took that dreams course and I was having three or four a night and I was getting up and writing them down. Hmm. And I did that for about three years. And then, uh, lately I've, then I stopped writing them down and just lately I've started having dreams again. I haven't written some of them down, but I'm, I was really good at first with that dreams course right. to do, write that down, but but the, a lot some of it is just learning how God is speaking to you. Um, but so you're asking about those uh, those four dreams. Uh, let me see here. I'm sorry. You can why don't you why don't you talk among? Oh, here it is. Um, talk among amongst yourself. Talk, talk amongst yourselves. Hey, Timmy, how you doing? Pretty good, yeah. Timmy. Nice. Good. Okay, so the Lord, this was, uh, gosh, when was this? Let me tell you the date. So that tells you how long ago it was. Um, it was in 
What's April, 12? January, February, March of 2017. That's wow. how long it goes. It okay. Was. Okay. All right. So, and I, I won't bore you with all the details, but basically God in this dream, he set before me four ammo boxes. So sorry if you're Midnight. pacifist. Yep. And this is not anti-pacifist. Okay. It's all right. <laughs> There's a meaning to ammo boxes. They're have to do with yeah they're spiritual for killing warfare. people no it's spiritual warfare. okay okay and there was hidden information in each one of these there are treasures and information in each one of these ammo boxes and and i could see they were just barely open like just a sliver of them was open and then the lord told me what each ammo box stood for and one was ancient paths the second one was the influence of veil worship on our culture the third one is replacing generational curses with generational blessings and the fourth box was the uh, the plight of denominations or the you know the how they yeah, how denominations size over time yeah, the cycle of them kind yeah of, right? so that was what and I knew that I mean I, I could study this for the rest of my life and still not quite understand it nice. so those are nice so that's what yeah so it's good for God to give me yeah, it's good to have something to grapple with. To grapple with, um, yeah. In many ways, I'm I'm older, and in some ways, I'm, I've been put on a shelf, honestly, because I've been in bands and I've led worship and I've taught and stuff. And right now, it's it feels like I'm just kind of on a shelf, and I'm like, well, what am I supposed to do? You know, right? Podcast, probably podcast. That's that's it. I mean, I, that's what I'm thinking. So this is kind of refreshing to do this. Yeah. So. We're just speaking um, into an empty void. That's kind of great. <laughs> I'm here for it. Yeah. Okay. Yep. So yeah. Let's. What do you want to talk about first? Um, I'm not going to go through all the feasts, but why don't I? We can do church history as well. But I'll just tell you because you asked me this about three weeks ago to, mm-hmm. to kind of prepare. What are the feasts of the Lord? And I'll instead of going into all the intricacy of it, the the one the thing that's been bugging me in a good way. When something bugs me, I think and think and think and pray on it, and like, and God doesn't give you the answer right, right away because I think there's a scripture that says it's it's the glory of God to hide things; it's the glory of kings to find them out. Hmm. And so when you search for something and ask God over and over, you're you're acting like a king or or a queen. That's cool. You know, yeah. it's, it's open to probably your preferred pronoun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep. uh, cool. my yeah. Well, yours is uh, king, chief, king or chief. Like, yeah. So maybe I should say overlord would be my overlord, <laughs> master. Yeah, don't say that. Don't say that. Benevolent overlord. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so the one thing that is really, really kind of freaking me out in a good way is that um, where God in Leviticus, uh, let me see what verse it is. Leviticus twenty-three. Uh, God talks about the seven feasts, and he says um, they are to be, Leviticus 23, 2, he says, um, speak, okay, this is old King James language, speak unto the children of Israel and say unto them concerning the feast of the Lord, which ye shall proclaim to be holy convocations, even these are my feasts. Um, oh, I'm sorry, the, okay. Let's say I'm not prepared, but the word that God uses for feasts is this word moed in Hebrew. And it, it means 
a signal or a divine appointment, something that's fixed in time. And, uh, I mean, well, I, okay, so what? Well, in Genesis, the first time I see it occurring in the Bible, in Genesis chapter 1, verse 14, God said that uh, he, in the, on the fourth day of creation, he set all the lights uh, in, in heaven, the sun, moon, and stars, he set them in place to be signs for seasons, days, and years. The same words, this word season there is the same word for feasts, hmm. moed. So something God did in the natural realm, he, he put the sun, moon, and stars in place to mark time and see they, they mark something physically going on. We, we know that time is changing. We kind of can also know what's going to happen every year because of to some seasons, degree, right? To a degree, yeah. yeah. It's going to get cold. It's going to get hot. So there's growing. Yeah, it's a physical manifestation of the passing of time, and we we know what's going to happen because we see it over and over. Hmm. The constellations in the sky move from east to west at night, but also they move over time. Like that constellation is a little bit different place in right. the sky. Mercury is in retrograde, and I'm a Cancer. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So they, there's a physical, it's God telling you, I put this stuff in place so that you will know what's coming up. Hmm. It's the same idea that the feasts of the Lord are a signal of what he's doing prophetically over a long period of time. Um, and the fact that he said, um, these are my feasts, well, I've often thought, well, the feasts of the Lord are something that belong to Old Testament or they belong to the Jews. They don't. They yeah. belong to the Lord. Oh, interesting. Yeah, so... They don't belong just to the people. Right. Right. They belong but to Christian the Lord. But Christian culture right now does not even participate in feasts. Yeah, and when we go over... I'll tell you why in, church, in church history. history. I'll tell you why. Because they're tied together. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So... It is not wrong for Christians to participate in the feasts of the Lord. We don't. I don't think we have to do it. The because Jews have added a lot of tradition to it that's not biblical. I'm I'm not upset with that, but I'm just saying there's a lot of extra things that they've added to it. Yeah. But the feasts of the Lord are signals of what He is doing over time. And without going further into that. We have fulfilled four of the seven feasts. They're already done in prophetic time. Hmm. So there's three more left There's three more feasts. The and fall ones? The fall ones are, the harvest. have not been done. Right, the harvest. Yeah, and when Jesus comes back and sets up his millennial kingdom and tabernacles with his people, the Feast of Tabernacles. So we have prophetically, over the last 2,000 years, moved through the spring feast and the summer feast but the fall feasts have not been, it's been paused. We're, we're waiting to fulfill those. And it's, it's, it's a signal that God has shown to us. So doing the actual feasts is like um, a dress rehearsal. That's another word that God uses for holy convocations. It's a dress rehearsal for what he's doing prophetically over time. Hmm. So, hmm. so the, I'm kind of ignorant on the feasts. Uh, I mean, I, I probably know more than the average Christian, but I'm ignorant on how how to how to do them, and I've been I I need to learn more. I need 
I don't, I don't have to fulfill them in a law sense, but right. It's not your religious duty to do it, but you're not aware of the signs. Mm -hmm. You're just scratching the surface. Exactly. Popping that ammo box on open. That's right. That's right. Hmm. So you want to go into them or what do you want to do? Well, I'd rather work through this Wednesday night when we teach this. Okay. And as I teach it, I'll realize I don't know what I'm talking about. Right. That happens we, to me every time I teach. We can like, come back to we can come back to maybe in the next podcast we can talk about we could, yeah. what you talked about. You yeah. want to do some church history? Yeah, let's do that. Why have why has the I mean I guess the good segment is why has the Christians of today forgotten about the feasts of of the Lord? That's good. Um we'll segue, segue into that. You want yeah. to give us your three minute spiel? Or what do you want? What do you want um to yeah, let's do that. Let's do a very brief spiritual history and then ask me that question again. Okay. Um, okay, so this is what I haven't quite memorized, but... Uh, yeah, and th- this is for folks at home. This is the history of the Bible and church compacted into one. Into about three minutes. From basically creation to where we're at now. Yeah. A high-level view not the details, uh, yep. not the nitty gritty details, but just like okay, 10, here's ten thousand miles up. Yep, yeah, yep. We're at the top. We see, you know, okay, this is okay. What the heck is going on? I don't. I, I oh, it's on a timer. Come and try it again. You see what I'm saying? Like this doesn't happen when I'm doing this with. Is it recording again? Yeah, it's recording awesome. again. Yeah, I don't know. All right. The, we just had two beers while it was off. Right, exactly. Okay, 10,000 view. <laughs> 10,000 mile view. Give it, give it to us okay. of church history. Or 10,000 foot view, I don't know. Uh, okay. 10,000 people on top of each other if you're a, there you go. at the top of 10,000 people. $6 trillion um, budget reconciliation, whatever. Right. Yeah. 10,000 Bidens. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, man. Okay. Come on, man. Come on, man. Come on, man. Come on, man. All right, so God created the world, and it was good. Nice. But sin disfigured that world. So God went seeking out individuals and families. But men built empires. Now I know, I gotta stop here. I know that Tim and in your vows with Allison, you said, you know, you want to build an empire. I, oh, yeah. I know you don't mean it in the way that in a I'm negative way, hundred percent. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> you don't you don't mean it in that way. No, in a negative way. I want to make sure that people are enslaved. Yeah. Okay. They're under my rule. All right, Nimrod. <laughs> okay. <laughs> You can call me an immorality time. I'm cool with that. All right, so, go ahead. No, that's so cool. God, God wants family. God works with families and individuals, and, and men, men build empires because they they reign from the top down. Yeah, you know, they're sea level. Yeah, you're yeah, CEO, I, and then everyone underneath. Yep, do what I tell you, or yeah. else. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so this family that God worked with, which becomes the nation of Israel, uh, they become an, a nation inside of an empire, which is Egypt. And they are enslaved. And then God rescues that family, takes them out into the desert, and they become his bride and his king, kingdom of priests. Then Israel is placed at the crossroads of all the Gentile empires, if you look geographically where they're, where they're, where they're put. They're in the middle. They're in the middle of all these Gentile empires. And here's the question. Will she draw them to God, or will she be drawn into their idolatry? Hmm. This bride of priests, this bride, a.k.a. Israel. Mm-hmm, okay. Bride Israel. Israel is, Israel, is uh, Israel then, over time, demands a king. 
becomes an empire, abandons her husband, which is God, and her family splits apart. The nation mm. splits, splits apart. Divorce. Yep. Israel and Judah are then demolished and humbled by the Gentile empires around them. A small remnant starts over, and those Jews become a people of the text. So they really hone in on Scripture. Fences are built around the law of Scripture, and then religious factions splinter the nation even more. Then Jesus arrives, a perfect prophet, priest, and king, and everyone is offended. <laughs> offends everyone. He offends everyone. The Pharisees, the Sadducees, and Rome form a brief but beautiful mafia. That's in <laughs> quotations, beautiful mafia. Jesus is unjustly crucified, but he is gloriously resurrected. And then a new bride, which is the church, becomes his kingdom of priests. Now, that is not replacing the Jewish nation, so don't, don't get that idea. That's called replacement theology. I'm not talking about that. Hmm. Um, Gentiles begin to flood the pews of the church because they're attracted to Christianity. And the Jewish culture and roots are lost. And the church shifts from Hebrew and Greek thinking, or the church shifts from Hebrew thinking to Greek thinking, from story to logic. Hmm. Okay. And then the church begins to build, build defenses and more fences around its. Um, doctrinal views then along comes Constantine and Constantine likes Christians and the church and state begin to date nice you rhymed there I like it <laughs> yep with persecution over the doctrinal debates of the church rage later on Rome becomes the seat of Christian power the barbarians are quote converted but mm. are they really so all the barbarian nations become Christian it's actually very convenient for them, but not they're not really Christians. Right. So, uh, and then I have this line: "Behold, Christendom." So, Christendom is um, the kingdom of the Christ kingdom of Christians ruling the everything. Empire yep, of the Christians. empire of Christianity. Mm. Behold, Christendom. Rome crowns a pope, and later on, a pope crowns the emperor. So they're working hand in hand. Yep, another beautiful mafia. The church, and this is now the Catholic Church, and no, I'm not throwing Catholics under the bus, but... They were the only church at that time. That's it, yeah. The, the Catholic Church rules, they rule culture, they rule politics, and they rule science. Well, eventually a divorce happens. The Roman and the Eastern Orthodox Church split. They excommunicate each other hmm. and say, no more. And then perversion decays the Catholic clergy really bad. It becomes very evil. Um, it's pretty nasty stuff. Happening. Nasty, nasty, nasty stuff. We don't have to go into it, nope. but yeah. And so then reformers rise up and they are silenced. Usually they're executed. Hmm. That's showing God's love right there. <laughs> Another divorce occurs. Protestants who were the dissenters of the Catholic Church leave the Roman Church. And then Protestant denominations proliferate and isolate from each other. Hmm. And over time, science begins to rule culture, politics, and rules the church. And then 
Western culture, this is going to be in the last maybe 100 years or so, Western culture first ignores, then renounces Christianity. And as of today, within the, I'm going to say we're becoming aware of this within the last decade, global socialism and political correctness endeavors to replace Christianity. Hmm. And that's where we're at today. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, that makes sense. So that's, I, because I explained a few things there, it's less than three minutes. Right. But um, and me bantering in there a little bit. So why why are we? And you kind of briefly touched on that. But why are we no longer dealing with uh, the feasts? Yeah. yeah what's up? And with that? so when I when I talked here uh, about uh, Let's zoom in out of that. 10, zoom 000. into that. Yeah. Yep. Let me go to. Uh, you said at one point Christianity removes the Jewish yeah. culture, and we go from. Uh, uh, a, um, a story-based to logical-based, which is really interesting. Yeah. Um, it's going to be right in here in the first 300 years. Um, the church first began, and this is still a brief, you know, my first 300 years is only like a half a page. Right. Uh, but the church began as a Jewish group of Christ followers. It, the, the Christianity was Jewish at the beginning. Yeah, so the first Christians were Jews. Yeah, all, all of them. All of them, except a few uh, Gentile, God-fearing people saw that they were, you know, they, yeah, they they also, what would you say, a fellowship with Jews, especially the Christian, yeah. They, they, so there were Christian churches that at first were full of Jews and full of Christian Jews and Christian Gentiles. Hmm. So early on, that was probably pretty pretty nice little fellowship they're like Healthy. the Jews remain Jewish but they believed in Jesus and the Gentiles were still Gentiles but they believed in Jesus and they they or actually may have been in the same pull group. each other back and forth and, mm-hmm. and help them grow both and yeah different ways of thinking yep but uh, when this listen onslaught. to different podcasts and, and yeah. shared podcasts <laughs> with each other like hey you should listen right. to this one this will change your thinking yeah the early podcasts yeah uh, Gentiles were attracted to Christianity, and so large numbers of them uh, filed into the church, and they outnumbered the Jewish believers. Um, and so the Jewish population began to decrease because the Gentile population was increasing. Uh, was increasing at such a high rate. But also there was a lot of persecution. Then the Roman Empire pers- persecuted Jews sometimes, persecuted Christians sometimes. But um, in one of the persecutions, and I'm sorry, I don't have the dates or anything, but one of the persecutions against the Jews, a lot of Jewish leadership of the early church had to leave. I think we may be talking about Jerusalem especially, had to leave the area. And then when the persecution died down and the Jews came back, the leadership of the church was now Gentile Hmm. because the Jews were gone. So... Oh, wow. Yeah. So how do you fit back into somewhere where you're not a, a leader anymore, or you're not? So, so, unfortunately, we begin to lose our Jewish roots, our our Jewish influence, um, because there's a lot about the Old Testament that we don't even understand today because we're, we're not, not Jewish. Jewish. Yeah. So that's kind of where that that happened, and some of our I I, I find this. Um, it's very 
disappointing, but some of our early church fathers that are great had great influence on the church and and really structured and helped lead our church um, were become anti-Semitic. Um, mm. In fact, even some of our history of why we have ham on Easter is because it's clear back to I think Saint Augustine in the three or four hundreds. Um, I think it was Augustine. I hope I'm not saying the wrong person, but uh, a prominent church leader was like, well, we're not Jewish, and he didn't particularly like things about the Jews, and so we're going to eat ham on Easter because that's pork-based. Right. To so exclude some Jews, yeah, excludes them. Because I never, you know, I, I don't really like ham that much, but I've always grown up, you know, ham on Easter. I'm like, I don't know. So I, it's I'm not uh, in sin. That's crazy. I wasn't in sin eating ham on Easter, but it right. came from something clear back in the three or four hundreds. That's crazy. Yep. Just to tick off some Jews. Yep. To wow. to separate us. Yeah. Yeah. That's unfortunate. So, yeah. yeah. So there, there it is. Yeah. That's a very brief, 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 very undetailed and. But I cover myself saying I don't quite always, I don't remember all the names and who was involved. But. Right, right. You get this all from just your own personal studies that you've done, right? Listening to different podcasts, um, listening listening to more than one podcast, because I, I, I'm working all the time, so I don't have time to read. Maybe I should say I don't make time to read as much as I did. Right. But, but I did take church history in seminary. And one of the guys that... I really like uh, that has done podcasts over the whole church history. Uh, talked about Dr. Bruce Shelley, and I'm like, I know Dr. Bruce Shelley. I, I took his class in church history. That's I crazy. took it from the guy that wrote books that this guy on the podcast is recommending. I'm like, oh, that's kind of cool. I know this guy myself. Yeah, I've talked with him. I've ate lunch with the guy. That's kind of so, cool. Yeah. Yeah. So, Dr. Bruce, if you're watching. He's, he's probably gone to be with the Lord because oh, he was okay. pretty much, old. He was, yeah, he was fairly old when I was back in seminary. Hmm. But um, yeah, so yeah, that's good. Well, we should uh, let's wrap this one up. Yes. Um, but I think maybe it would be cool if we talked about feasts next time. Uh, and you'll okay. have taught hopefully, and we can kind of talk a little bit more about what feasts are and whatever. Do we want to open it up for questions too? People want to ask us questions. Maybe we'll wait a little bit. We'll do a couple of different episodes, and then maybe we'll pop pop out a question. Because it'd be kind of yeah. cool if someone asked you different questions. I think that you're a resource, yeah. and I feel like I want to use we could. this resource in a way somehow. It, um, like good questions. I don't know. Yeah, we could do that. Not yeah. like if you like cauliflower rice or something like that. That's so. It's <laughs> a dumb question. I, I I think I may have had cauliflower flour rice. I'm not sure if Mom's made it or not. <laughs> Did Lincoln ask that question? No, 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 no. no, no Did Jasmine no. ask it? No, 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 no. Allison? No, no, no. no. I forget. Aaron? No, no, Jay? No, no, no. Okay. No, no. It was I just some remember. rando. <laughs> it was probably you. No, no. It was. <laughs> it was just some rando. Okay. Yeah. We're talking about the Tim and Lincoln show. If yeah. you have not, if you're not someone who listens to the Tim and Lincoln show, that's what we're talking about. It's okay. a different podcast on the Tim and Podcast Network. Tim and Ollie's a he's a, apologizing all the time because he's going to say things that he thinks, oh, I never told Dad this story. <laughs> just, yeah, what do you think about that? What do you think about all those stories that I just kind of I kind of laugh. I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm glad this this kid has lived. Some of the things he's done were pretty, yeah, pretty, wild. pretty sketchy, pretty sketchy, pretty sketchy uh, 
situations. Situations and I'm here now. pretty sketchy parties you've been to. Yeah. Now that you're married, maybe you'll be a little more. Uh, oh no, chill. I'm straight to those parties. Oh no, no that's no. where you get the good content from. Is that what it is? If I, if I went to lame parties, I would not have good conversations <laughs> to talk about. You know what I mean? Okay. Yeah, yeah, pretty wild. Yeah, you have to catch some of the Tim and Lincoln shows. We talk about the parties that I've been to. So, good times. Yep. All right. Cool. We'll end it here. So thanks, guys, for watching, listening, hopefully watching. Catch you again. Okay. Peace, Peace out.